Jokic behind his back. What a taste like, Jokic. your sitter. Wow. Uh, as long as there are fans on this point, that's all I care about. So the Warrior fans can come in here, the Celtics fans can come in here, Laker fans can come in here. But take that L on the way out. Jokic. And gentlemen, to the Pickaxe Podcast, it is Zach Mikosh and Gordon Gross. I'm already dying through the intro and having to clear my throat, so they're with us. But we are back a little delayed this week because I've been fighting off laryngitis, and uh, Gordon's just been chilling. Yep, he's giving my voice a rest too because, as we know, I tend to go on and on about stuff. So this, I've just been trying to rest up and, and not like you know voice too many thoughts. That's so that I don't strain a vocal cord during this particular recording. So we should be fine. That's it. That is it. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I have young kids who are in school, which is of course a Petri dish of all kinds of germs. And they always yeah. bring back the most yeah. impressive version they of germs too. They're not like, they're not like, Oh, this is a little cold. They're like, Holy crap. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, we, we barely reached November. I've already had bronchitis and laryngitis. So <laughs> what, yep. what itis is coming for me next, I guess exactly but uh yeah so it um it was like last thursday night i realized i was like yeah my voice is going and it's uh even now it's still not quite all the way back but uh good enough at least uh at least to do a a one-hour podcast we can we can suffer through that um it's 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 my my class that i teach tomorrow that i have to talk for three hours i don't want to worry about we'll figure it out We'll figure it out just like the Denver Nuggets are starting to maybe figure some things out, Gordon. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, uh, why it's hard to uh, do two steps forward, one step back. It's yes. always hard to tell. That is that is a great way of putting it. It has been very much a two step forward, one step back process. Uh, you know, they start to they, they're like, all right, well, you know, well, they start out with a step back, right, with the get blown up by Utah, but then they win, they beat Golden State, and then they come back and they beat you know, take care of business against Oklahoma City. And you're like, all right. Then they drop one against the Blazers, and you're like, all right, what the heck is that? And then they come back, you know, they're like, all right, we got first of all, we're not gonna we're not gonna lose the Lakers, and then we're gonna get our revenge against Utah. And you're like, okay, we're feeling good, and uh, they go to LA for the weekend, and so they give the Lakers their first win. And it's like, ah, can we just get can we just get some consistency here with this team? But um, <laughs> thus far, not so. And I'm not gonna spend a ton of time, I think, uh, covering the games for last week because it's been gosh, it's been on such a long break. You know, it feels like, like a mini mini all-star break it feels like we're on right now right um but i guess uh we will go into i want to get into at least the the start so far in the first two weeks the nuggets are essentially playing 500 ball at four and three um they've they've got two teams that they've played twice and they've won one and lost one against both of those teams uh you know there i don't i don't it's hard i guess there's it's hard to discern a ton right now from from where they're at because they've been so back and forth but maybe that's something to discern in itself is you know here's this team that a lot of people are talking about uh championship contenders and and they're well well but again this is another one of those things where um you know the nuggets are you know three-fifths of their starting lineup is is not what it was last year like against the lakers seven of the ten guys in the rotation weren't here last year 
Right. Yeah, and I got so, some thoughts on that Lakers game that we'll get into a bit. The one that they lost. I'm not going to talk about the one that they won. I honestly don't even remember what happened. That was They won. It was fine. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll say this, and we're going to get into this word. Man, the Lakers are bad. Like they're that's a bad that, well, that's like giving them their first win sucked, man. Yeah. Because you're and like, they were bad on. that night. Like the Lakers. Yeah, were they weren't good, good enough game. to win that for like three quarters. You were like nothing. And then the Nuggets just gave it away, man. And it's yeah, they just let, they let AD get hot. They let uh, Lonnie Walker get hot. Yeah, Lonnie Walker destroyed you. And what are you gonna do? Yeah, and then that's that's how it went down. But we'll get to that in a second. Let's let's not break from our don't our don't tradition. break for him. We got bets. Hit We've got the fast break bets. That was one of the advantages of waiting until Thursday. We would have had no bets to talk on Monday because the Nuggets didn't play a game all week. Right. Um, and now we have now we have some uh some some new stuff to talk about. One thing I noticed, uh, this is not really one of the bets I'm saying, but one thing I noticed is, is Jamal Murray right now off the board, um, at least over at DraftKings. You will find no player props for Jamal Murray. Yep. It was just Michael Porter Jr., Nicole Jokic, and Aaron Gordon, I guess, is the guy that they're feeling, which, which is, I think, somewhat to be expected because they have no – like, it's it's got to be hard for – um for you know the sports books right now to even know if whether or not the variance plan the variance on who's playing right what they could possibly do how you get people because it's not even that they don't know what they're going to do it's that how do you convince people to bet them right in a in a significant enough quantity because the betters can't be secure so you can't be secure so you can't come up with a real line right. so you're not gonna get a lot of money on the line no matter what happens so that's that's exactly right it's interesting that michael porter jr on the board and Jamal Murray not, but Michael Porter Jr. has been playing, right? He's played yep. every game. Like he's, and he's been playing and, and how some minutes, decent and, minutes. Yeah. yeah he's and foul trouble. Numbers too. Yep. Yep. So we'll just say we write to our first fast break bet that I like uh, here against Oklahoma City. I like this game too for betting because we got a, a recent game against Oklahoma City that we can glean some things from. Um, Michael Porter Jr. on points right now, 16 and a half. Is the line I am taking the over on 16 and a half <laughs> yep. for Michael Porter Jr. It seems highly unlikely for him to come under that. Uh, he scored 22 in the last game against OKC. And uh, to me, it, it was the way that it looks, I, I mean, I get frustrated. Um, one is the guy who's got money riding on on MPJ winning some awards, but also, <laughs> also as a Nuggets fan in general, I get frustrated because I feel like they still are not um, – incorporating him as much as they can into their offense. But what we are starting to see now more is the stagger, right? When they stagger Jokic out and they keep the, a lot of times they're keeping uh, Porter in when he's not in foul trouble. That's again, we'll get to the Lakers game. That's one of the things I think really sucked them was they didn't have MPJ available for a lot of the bench minutes because he got into into foul trouble. But when they stagger MPJ um, and he gets those minutes with that bench group, it becomes a Michael Porter Jr. show. It really does. Like they, oh, yeah. they look to him every time and he's shooting it when he's on. It's when he's with the starters with Jamal and, and Joker. And like those two guys, I feel like are still very much wanting to play their two man game. Um, and then everybody else is just getting kickouts off of that. And, and Mike, I think is, you can see the frustration, right? Because like he'll get oh, yeah. the ball, he'll get the ball. And when those two guys are on, like he'll get a rebound and he's like, nope, I'm going to dribble up. That, that's when Michael Malone is pulling out, you know, the, his hair plugs because he's got Michael Porter Jr. shooting a contested transition three, um, 20 seconds with 20 seconds left on the clock. Because that's because Porter hasn't touched the ball for five possessions and he finally grabbed a rebound. It's like, no, I'm shooting it. I'm like, I'm shooting it. Yeah. Well, and I'm not giving it back is, up. Well, and they want him to shoot more. Like he said that he's like, they want him to shoot threes. I'm like, great then you got to pass that man the ball. And if you're not yeah, going to do that, then you can do weird stuff like 
dribble the ball up and shoot a contested three for no reason with 20 seconds left on the clock because he wants to get shots. And it's not that he's necessarily being greedy about it. He's still not, you know, bombing 22 shots a game or something. Right. You know, but if you're the best shooter on the floor and no one else can make a shot, you should probably shoot. Like that's, that's really been my, my irritation with, like you said, trying to get him worked into the, the scheme, you know, but he's off ball and they don't have the nuggets have never had a get the off ball guy, a bunch of shots scheme that they've ever tried. Like Murray took shots and Jokic took shots. And those have been the two high shot makers for the squad for the entire time that they've been a duo. So, you know, they don't, it's, it's hard to figure out for them. um, And by them, I mean the nuggets uh, that you're going to need to like game plan to actually put the ball in Mike's hands more. And I know that he was talking in practice about, you know, doing more off ball cutting and studying how Steph moves off ball. Steph is like six, four. Okay. You know, and doesn't have a bad back. Uh, MPJ is never going to like run through traffic like a six four man. Right, that is just not going to happen. Like he's yeah. bigger than yeah, he's bigger than that. he's bigger than Aaron Gordon. Like he's bigger than Zeke Naji. Like you know, if you wouldn't ask your power forward to run like that, then you're going to have to figure something out. Right, you know, you got to find a better way to get him open. And I, I like that they've been doing some some screen uh, picks for him um, uh, off the the pick and roll for him to just go ahead and just get shots up. And they should do that. I mean, it's basically the Murray thing because that's what Murray likes to do too, but that, you know, it's going to be Mike's shot and he's just going to take it. And I like that they've done some of that, but they're going to have to figure out more of that so that he's not, you know, uh, the, that last possession in, in the LA game where um, like he was defended by LeBron and um, air ball to three, like anytime Mike airballs a three, you have done something wrong with your play design on that particular go round. And I would say that it's not play design, except that Malone's always calling out plays from the sidelines. Right. Like I, you know, for a guy who has Jokic as his point guard, he calls a lot of plays. Yeah, uh, so just, he calls like a play every single time down. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you can watch Jokic ignore him, but he right. definitely has things that he wants done and is some of those things are going to have to be get MPJ the ball more because he's got the hot hand. When somebody's shooting 50% for three, you should probably get them more threes. That's just the way it is. Right. That's the ridiculous thing about MPJ. He's shooting better from three than he is anywhere else on the field. Like he shoots better from three than he is shooting from two right now uh, this year. So yeah, get him the rock. I mean, it's even with his, his somewhat of his shooting struggles in, in, in on the inside of the three point line, the guy's still at, what is he at? Like, uh, it's got to be still pretty. Yeah, he's still point six three four. Uh, true. Shooting. Yeah, like he's doing just fine. You're doing just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're over six thirty with your true shooting percentage. You're doing. I, I feel like you're survivable. You'll be fine. put out there. <laughs> yeah. It'll be okay. So I mean, and especially with Jokic being um, hindered, I don't. You know, I get tired, injured, not like completely willing to put the pedal down because it's only uh, October. And he knows exactly how damn long the season's going to be for him. Right. For whatever reason, if Mike's good to go, let Mike shoot. Yeah, let him shoot, man. I mean, the one, your the team one game that they had. One. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the thing, right? Is when he and Bones carried the bench, and yeah. you know, Jokic and Murray got to sit. This was a good thing. Like they didn't come back in for the fourth quarter because the bench didn't blow anything. 
Right. And it's because MPJ and Bones just, you know, got hot at the same time and we're just exchanging shots. Anything you can do, I can do better. Right. And that's and that was great. Like that's exactly what you want to see. To have gunners gun and then when they're on, you know, you're good to go. And if for some reason Michael clanks four or five of those, you figure something else out. Right. You know, but it's it's better him clank those than that you're passing them to you know, um, uh, Davon Reed to like, you know, get it trapped on the, the side of the, um, the rim, um, right. you know, Tory Craig style. Like you don't need that. That's not the goal. No, you know? no and all, you... anybody who's pulling there, who, anybody who's calling their own shot instead of getting the ball, to the MPJ, your name better be Jokic or Murray. Yeah. And if it's not, then, I mean, unless you're bones, I guess bones are, there's bones also. Yeah. I mean, and that's actually the dynamic I want to see this year is, how Bones is going to adjust to having another shooter on the floor. Because right. MPJ played with Trey Young. He knows what it's like to have another gunner beside him and to like space it out and make sure that they both get their shots. He knows what that's like, but I don't know that Bones does know what that's like. So Bones this year is going to have to figure out, I can be hot and still pass the ball. It doesn't just have to be me shooting all the time if I'm hot. Like I can also give the ball to someone else who will also be hot because that guy's right. always hot. Right. And that's, that's, I think, is that lesson I want to see the bench learn. So I'm hoping because they said that Bones should be healthy this week. It doesn't look like it's a big deal. Yeah, that was sort um, of I'm hoping to see that play out. That's sort of a weird scenario. All right, but to bring it back full circle. so Back to the betting. Over, on, the betting. over on MPJ. 16, 16 and a half points. Michael Porter Jr. gets that standing in the corner uh, waiting for Yoko Jamari kickouts. So, like, that's my whole thing on this. And, like, I – I'll take Michael Porter Jr. at 16 and a half points every single time. And, yes. and you know, and sometimes he'll score under, but like, you, you'll be fine, especially let's just, let's just. It, it's four threes, a couple three throws and like, you know, a putback or two. You're done. And let's just be honest. Uh, I love, I like the kid. I think he's got, he's got some, some potential, but Hell when, yeah. when Pokashevsky is the guy uh, defending you, you're you should score a lot of you points. should shoot again <laughs> like, this is one of those things where you like you're like please be in the game planning meeting that michael should take more than 11 shots right because like if you look at the defense and what they're going to throw at him yeah just look at the should, roster he's, right? he's always open please give like, that guy the ball yeah they're not they're not playing mike muscala um mike muscala is the old literally the only center like on that roster yep so you're already like, I don't know who you're already trying to figure out, okay, who we're going to defend Jokic with. So you're going to take your biggest guy obviously and put him on Jokic. And then that leaves you with this kind of weird scenario of, well, then what do we do with Michael Porter Jr. Who's a six foot 10 shooting beast. Um, and if you're, yeah, if you're OKC, you, you don't have a great answer. You know, they've had Pokashevsky uh, came off the bench. He was starting, he, came, he started again in the game against Denver Um and yeah, I mean, he had no effect uh, defensively, as as you would expect. That's not that guy's game. Like that's he's right. he's like seven foot tall and probably weighs like a buck forty. Like he's not not a defensive type of guy. So you know, and then past that, um, you know, I mean, there's just there's just nobody. That, the, the, uh, Oklahoma City has strong backcourt players, strong wing players. Yep. Um, but the minute Chet went down, like there. Their front court is just abysmal, and, and, and uh, yeah, and, and until they get you know the number one pick in this draft, somehow, right, yeah. yeah, then when they get with Banya, and then they've got him and Holmgren right next to each other, then it'll be a totally different story. But yeah, then you're gonna cry a lot. It's gonna be a very annoying day. God, I hope he doesn't go to the 
I'd be so pissed. It would Send be like, him east, for God's sake. Send somebody east. It was the year when uh, the the Durant year, Durant and Odin draft. Now, granted, obviously, Greg Odin busted out, but I just remember that uh, that lottery coming down. It's like, oh, great. So two two Nuggets division opponents have just landed yep. two generational players. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, and there's 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 two of them this year too. I feel like, and I I really would like for yeah. at least one of those two picks to not be coming into the division, let alone the conference. Like, right. come on, give the East some love. Like we we yes. already have Zion coming back with New Orleans. Like I don't need any more of this nonsense. God, what if New Orleans gets him? That's what I mean, with, man. With the Lakers pick, well, if you uh, if you well, if you look or you know again Phoenix. Like, you know, yeah. I don't think he's going to miss the lottery or going to miss the playoffs, but they could. I mean, if there's an injury, yeah, but- the right injury, like. Does Phoenix have a weird pick, like, lying around because of. Oh, good call. Because of the Chris Paul trade. Yeah, and- that all depends. Oh, I'd have to check that out. We don't do homework on this show. Yeah, this don't make me try to do homework. We're, we're trying to talk about bets for the freaking Oklahoma City Thunder game. We're talking about Phoenix future draft picks. But look, <laughs> you're the one who asked me on this po- to the, to the podcast to get with you. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> You knew how this was going to go, that you have a schedule. And I'm like, I like your suggestion. However, I have a tangent. That's it. That's it. We, and it's it's talking about, um, yeah, okay, Phoenix, no picks, incoming or outcomes. We're good there. All right, we settled that. Um, yeah, so the, the front court, not good in OKC. Not much resistance. It's, it's not it's not the level of their backcourt. You should, you should attack their front court, therefore. Yes. Right. Yeah, so Michael Porter Jr. again. 16 and a half points. Take the over on that one. It is minus 125, so not great money, but um, if you're going to bet it, bet over. Free yeah. money. All right. Uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, next player prop. And I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I wanted to talk this one just because I thought I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, Aaron Gordon had 10 rebounds in the first game against OKC, but you'll notice that five of them were offensive. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like three of those all came on like one possession, right? Where yeah. It was like tipping the ball, trying to get it in. So, um, he is set six and a half uh, rebounds over, under, and I, I gotta say, kind of even though I just spent like Ooh. a minute talking about how OKC doesn't have any front court, um, the Nuggets do, and and I feel like that you're probably unlikely to get another, you know, unless another offensive rebound tipping scenario happens. I like. Uh, I like the under on Aaron Gordon six and a half rebounds it's because so I just tough, think Jokic man. and Porter are going to gobble up most of the rebounds as they generally do. I, I know, and I hear what you're saying, but seven's what I would pick. So, yeah, like, it's a good line. That's why six and a half is a good line because you're like, well, crap. Like, that is the line is over under six and a half for Gordon. Right. Um, yeah, you feel like he's going to get six, he's going to get seven. You're right. Though. That's probably that's that's the range, more right? Or less he's where he's, he's gonna like get. between five and seven. So, you're like, uh, do I like seven more than you know? So, so six is the midpoint. You should bet the under, but mm, I would probably go over just because he knows that he can go get the rebounds against that front court, right? Like, I think a lot of times he doesn't go get them. Um, like he's not he's not a massive rebounder. He's a he's a he's a very decent rebounder. Right. Um, but one of the reasons he's not a massive rebounder is because it's just he doesn't have the technique and you know, he's several inches shorter than a lot of those guys. Well, and a lot of times he's out on the wing too. On yeah. Yeah. Defense. He's playing, he's you playing know. wing defense. So you can't get back into the rebounds, you know um, he's as a, as a perimeter defending, not that tall for like your, your rebounding goes down. Like it, it just does. Uh, and so it's not necessarily his fault, but I feel like 
he knows he can win boards against that group. So I'm going to bet the over. I would get seven on that. Yeah, and it's if you guys are looking for some trends uh, on the second game, you really can't even go off that. So just nope. for example, uh, he had 10 rebounds against Utah in game one against them and second game they played against utah he had one yep. <laughs> no you can't and, that it, was, man. and the second game was the game when walker kessler wasn't playing and like i know yeah it's it's a tough line i would probably take the under but it could it could go either way it's it's such a weird one it's a good line like i said I, it's not because it's a good line it's not a line i would bet but yep. if you're gonna bet it i would i, no, I guess i would take the, the over we'll take the over the money's probably not very good on it either i don't remember what i say on these podcasts for bets so we have <laughs> we can't even verify whether any of us are right uh, let's go back part, and listen to actually, our old uh, podcasts and find out if we knew anything for the most part we're pretty good so far uh, hey. i was thinking about over over the this past week to a couple of of just you know on the spreads what i would would have done and it's uh so far far been pretty solid i definitely the Nuggets were minus eight against Utah, and they wouldn't have made it. I, but I was thinking in my head, I was like, I'd take them at minus 20 in that game. <laughs> because I was like, there's no way they're going to let Utah run over them yep. for a second time in a row. Like, it's just not going to happen. And then that game against the Lakers that they lost, I was like, I'm definitely on the Lakers in this game. Because as we talked about in the pod last, well, about a week and a half ago, like, the Nuggets are spending a Saturday night in L.A. Like, Yep. And that's we, that's the whole reason why you, you have to bet whatever that line is for the Lakers. It's right. Like, no offense, there's a reason that the Nuggets look sluggish, and I don't think it's because the beds in the hotel were too hard. Nope. It's because there's nobody in until 5 in the morning. Yep. Um, okay, one more uh, one more bet, and then we'll move on here. Um, we're going to do the same thing we did, like, last week with the, with the combo uh, on the spread and the over or under. So, spread, Nuggets is five in my, negative, or Nuggets are minus 5.5. Um, I like them to beat that. I think they win this game fairly easily. They've had several days off they got humbled by the lakers um i like i like i like a focused nuggets team today you know they've got, they've been able to practice um it, it feels there it feels good they should be rested oklahoma city is a bad team they have one good player uh oh they have a couple of good they have one scorer one guy who's going you have to you have to game plan for on um, that shake just alexander the nuggets have about like three different guards that they can throw at him uh, so I think that's that goes in their uh, in their favor. So I like them to beat the spread at five and a half or cover the spread, I should say, okay. at five yep. and a half. And then the over under at two twenty nine and a half. I like the under again. I like a focused Nuggets team. Two twenty nine and a half is asking a lot. Um, and I great granted the Nuggets defense has not been great, but I like a, again. I like a focused Nuggets team um, to play solid defense. And be able to shut down OKC, and I can like, right. very much seeing this be like a one twelve to one oh two type of win. You know what I mean? Like I think sure. I think we're still in we're still in the hundreds of points on each yeah. side, but well, I don't think notice, I don't think it's I mean, hundred fourteen and a half each. You know what I mean? That you right. And the problem is, is early season like there's a lot of scoring happening right now. Right. Um, nobody's really playing good defense, so like even good defenses are giving up hundred points. That's just how it's going. Um, it's basically bad teams that get under a hundred. It's not the fact that the defense held them there. Right. So I would expect over a hundred for sure for both teams, but yeah, I'm with you. I would expect each team to get 114 points. That's not, that seems like a lot. It does. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, the nuggets have had several days to both practice and think about defense and watch a lot of film. So I, I do expect them to come out the gate and, um, pay better attention to their assignments. Let's put it that way. 
and they lost the last game, so they're due for a win as well. That's right. Yeah, so two steps forward, one step back. They took the step back last time. Now it's time for some steps forward. It'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, and it's and that's just it. This is like a perfect okay. Get your get your feet back under you. Like you had the loss against LA, which was not a national TV game, but obviously the Lakers being in the national spotlight as much as they are, it almost feels yep. like that way. Like and like we said, you had the uh, you played four games last week, so it was a uh, it was a uh, really exhausting week. Um, everything this week sets uh, everything this week lines up for you to be able to kind of reset the table and then get back doing what you do against a bad team. Um, that you match up very, very well against. So yeah, I like I like them. Like I said, I like I like the under because because this is something that I think is a common misconception a lot of people have about basketball. Um, like when guys are coming on a, on a second night to a back to back, people be like, oh, we'll take the under. They're on a second night to back back. I'm like, no, take the over when a team yep. is bad when they're tired. It, you don't see that on the offensive end. You see that on their defense end. They don't play defense. That's what happens. Exactly. Um, and that's why when you stay out till five in the morning and then have to play against LA, you don't play any defense. And we saw we saw what happened um, in that Lakers game. So with 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 the team being focused. Um, and wanting to get a win, like I said, I expect a, a high level of defense. And you know, Malone's been pounding defense for like three oh, days straight. Oh, yes. So, not that he shouldn't. Not that, no, he yeah. Wrong. He, 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 but I mean, he, but, he, but the thing is, that guy wakes up pounding defense. Right. Like, it's not like this is a new thing for him, but you can definitely be sure that he is underlining and like highlighting and footnoting defense everywhere. So, right. Like, like, the players were out till 5 a.m. Um, you know, in the clubs in LA. Malone was up till 5 a.m. because he knew he was gonna have three days off after that Lakers game, and he was like scheming his defensive practices. It was like, here's all the things I need to get get through in these next three games. Like I said, I, I love his singular focus. Um, I just I need that to like carry through. I, I don't know what the disconnect is between, you know, necessarily what they're told to do and what they are doing, but they're gonna be fine. <laughs> Let's, they'll be fine. I'm not, I, people who are concerned, like, I'm like, guys, if the calendar just flipped to November, like right. it's November just started. It's okay. There's right. time. Like don't right. sweat it. And you don't, you don't want to be like killing yourself on defense now. And then half your guys are out injured in March and you're like, Oh God, wish my team was healthy. Well, yeah, you ground them to dust for, you know, don't be Tom right. Thibodeau is what I'm saying. Right. Right. Yeah, so I mean, let's let's just move into it now. I'm gonna get off the fast break bets, but that's the next thing I wanted to talk about. Not so much necessarily the games that happened last week. Um, we kind of already talked about. I think at least my my analysis of the Lakers game of the loss was Saturday night in LA. Is about as right. Uh, probably it was about all I needed to, to look at that one. And 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 you were playing a desperate team. You know the, that Lakers team wanted uh, to. It was getting very very public that they had not won a game. Um, and they wanted one, and so they, they caught a little momentum there in the second half, uh, and it and they just they just ran with it. They wrote games. it, yeah. And you were, and meanwhile the Nuggets were losing interest in the second half, and it, you know it, it just it just works out that way. But I mean, we've seen a lot of that throughout the season, right? Where we saw, you know, the Oklahoma City, not the Oklahoma City, the Utah Jazz game uh, on the opening night, where they did they look like they just completely overlooked their opponent. Uh, and, and got got surprised by the fact that they were, that those guys get paid too, uh, and then and then <laughs> yep. the, the Portland game, I, the Portland game was just uh, I don't know. It, it just seemed like they 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 again probably were not expecting Portland to be as good as Portland is. 
um, which when healthy with, with a healthy roster, and obviously that's already starting to kind of start to see some cracks in that for Portland, but like, you know, when healthy Portland is a very, very good team. Um, and they were fully healthy for that, that game. So it it seems like, I I don't know, there's, there's a focus maybe that's not quite there, which I, which to me is understandable to a point with, Hey, we're reintegrating players. Um, the season has just started, you know, there's a lot of, it's not for the nuggets. This season has not been a, we're just back to work. There's like, we got a lot of, we got to get a lot of guys up to speed. We got to be monitoring some of these guys minutes and, and their, how they're feeling and maybe benching them a game here, there, they've got some weird injuries that have happened, um, with, without bones Highland getting hurt, but you know, in warmups before that, that LA game, I think bones was just too hungover to go. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. That was my first thought. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, bones, I don't think that is. Right. That, that, that Bones' injury was flu-like symptoms and uh, that, that he, he just took it easy. And I, I don't blame him. That's fine. But that's a learning experience, kid. You can do that stuff in October. I don't want to be seeing none of that stuff in March and April and May and June. Like, keep yeah. it together. But, yeah. uh, again, I also, for, de- for defense for the Nuggets, like, my, my whole thing is, is – if you don't know who's playing next to you, minute to minute, game to game, you know, and you didn't really practice playing defense together because, you know, Jokic wasn't killing it in practice and, and on defense. You don't know what you're doing. Right now, Jokic is playing really soft drop coverage. I would like him to play up at the level a little more. I feel like that's more helpful to Denver. But he, it, it, I, that's like secondary to him staying energized and healthy. So if, if he feels like he's going to take some time on defense, that's fine. But mostly what's been happening is they've been getting shelled on the perimeter, man. Yep. Like their perimeter defenders are like, would you like to see the basket? Here you go. Would you, and let me escort you, sir, to your table right here under the hoop. There has been like, and, and for guys like Bruce Brown and KCP who are individually very good defenders, you just watch guys getting lost on switches. And yes. I, I assume that, you know, Malone switching defense is not what they are familiar with um, and that they're also not familiar with who they're playing with. It's just going to take time. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about it. They have enough good defenders for it to be fine. But, I mean, Christian Brown, for all the fact that we've talked about him being a good defender, whew, he had some, yeah. uh, some blow-bys too. Like, let's not – Pass the rook off as, as not making those mistakes. They're all making them. It's every good defender, every bad yeah. defender. They're yeah, all making those like, mistakes. I mean, yeah, and, and Jamal and Mike are still not, you know, not doing great things on defense. Right. Um, but, was, and every now and then, yeah. though, with Mike, it's like, man, you see it. Like, he's got it in him. You know, he can – when he's when he's not ball watching, uh, he's he's actually – yeah, you know, he can use that length and, 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 and be disruptive. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely, every single guy, and it's – it's it's been somewhat frustrating because you're right when you see Bruce Brown or a KCP or even Christian Brown like you see these guys one on one out at the perimeter like they they do their jobs they 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 d guys up but yep when it's it's like you said get lost on switches or just sometimes I feel like just not being ready and being set in it's not even like it's not like I, it's we shouldn't be a transition opportunity. It almost becomes one because it's like, oh, we're not expecting this guy to crash the basket hard. We think he's going to kind of like slow up and walk it in. Right. And then next thing you know, that guy's just straight to the hoop hoop. And, and taking a layup and Lone's calling a timeout with two minutes is only passed in the second quarter because he's pissed. Yeah. Like, you know, that's 
that I think we keep seeing over and over again as well. So it's, I think it's, it's a matter of, I, I, I chalk it up on the, the 500 record or, you know, I guess they're slightly over 500, but um, I chalked the, chalk this record up to, um, and the poor defense ever just to, again, like this, this, this to me is early season white noise. Like I'm not, yeah. no, it's not, I'm it's not, not concerning to me. No. Now, again, I, I understand that, you know, where you start is not where you finish. Um, it, it, it's, it's always a process, but this is just, uh, some guys are a little tentative. I think that's your guy is never what you want to think on defense. Right. I either know that's your guy or I know that's my guy. I think that's probably not my guy is how you get beat to the rack all the time. Yep. So the Nuggets will iron that out. I'm not concerned about it. It just takes reps, uh, but they have to get their rotations ironed out in order to get your reps right with the guys who are playing next to you. Um, and so that well, now that they know that they have to stagger like Mike or Jamal with the bench, that'll make it easier for them to get their reps right. Um, you know, especially with the starters where, you know, okay, so, Bruce Brown plays with these guys at this time. I know that's what Malone likes. I don't always like it, but from a defensive perspective, it makes sense. That's how you want to do it is you want to know when I'm on the court with these dudes, I play this way. Right. Um, do you, you know, think he should be, should he be looking at making like a lineup or rotation? I mean, and I'm not talking about like, Hey, we're going to Zeke Daji versus DeAndre Jordan, depending on the match. I'm talking like, uh, you know, should we be talking about, well, is KCP the right guy over Bruce Brown in the starting lineup? Or is there a guy, you know, who's in this rotation right now in the, you know, top eight or nine of the rotation that should be out of it entirely? Like, are we about ready to say, well, Christian Brown's not ready, which I, these are not things I'm saying. I'm just, you know, talking about like examples or, um, you know, whether it was going to be that or I guess. I guess that this would be really the only thing I could think of when you're looking at is in this rotation so i guess my answer is no i don't think you should be making rotation I, I don't, changes but i don't see any any real reason to add in guys that aren't doing anything you know who's not doing their job like i don't i'm not a huge fan of of uh deandre jordan he's had a, some decent games though but I mean, he's honestly. been fine yeah like he has as a not backup been center, the, he's been fine he's not been the weak link the, was, the only time of. he's not fine is when you play him with uh four of the guys who are like Bruce Brown, Elon Reed, yeah, like, yeah, Christian Brown, yeah, and I can't remember the other guys. Like that was, I mean, that was another thing that came up in that Lakers game. Oh. So when you when you lose Bones, yeah, and right before and the then starts, and then Ish too, goes yeah. out, and you have Michael Porter Jr. in foul trouble. Like I saw that was that that was the lineup. It was Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Davon Reed, and Jeff Green, and. Uh, yeah, you can't play that lineup. That, that Jordan. Burn that lineup. You can't do that ever yeah, again. It was like, I, as I was watching, I was like, well, I hope Jeff Green's gonna have one of those nights because, like, he's the Just only call guy. Three with timeouts back to back. Set, like, set them on fire, burn all your timeouts, right. let, your, let your starters rest, and then put them back in the game. Because you're just, it's not going to work, man. Right. So when you put DeAndre Jordan in those types of lineups, like, yeah, of course the bench is going to be awful in that type of lineup. But it's not just DeAndre Jordan. But, like, you know, as a guy who's just there to to clean up the boards, to, to he's been good at rebounding. Some, like, he's drawn fouls. He's giving um, gives you a little bit of some, interior defense. He's been good for some screening and some other things. Like there's some stuff that he hasn't done perfectly, but he's a backup center for like basically right, yeah, no money. Plays Thirteen minutes a game, exactly. Yeah. He's been he's been totally fine. Um, yeah, in those thirteen. So so in that sense, I don't I don't think he's been like poor enough for you to be like, well, I should ditch him and throw Zeke Naji in. Uh, right. Like, I don't, uh, that hasn't happened. Um, 
And again, Zeke Naji should probably be playing for Jeff Green if you wanted to do that. But Jeff's your vet, so you're not going to do that. Right. Um, and so, you know, th- that's the issue is, is that Malone's trust guys are all in the lineup. None of Malone's trust guys are out of the lineup. Uh, Christian Brown is now one of Malone's trust guys. Yeah, I would say that maybe that a little bit because Davon Reed, I think, is also one of Malone's trust guys. But um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about Davon. I I think the shooting numbers that we've seen in the past are a bit it's of hard a, to tell. a small not, sample he's size. Not, he's just not bad, though. Like, that's the thing. No, his like, form's not bad, but I don't think he's as good of a shooter as he's been so far. Well, but I the think. question is, is Bruce Brown either? Like, that's also my, yeah, you know, true. Bruce Brown was 40% from three last year. And I'm like, I do not expect that to continue. Um, and we'll see this year. Um, but he's valuable even without that. And I would say that about Davon Reed, too. Um, however, I you don't want to play all those guys together. So there's only so many of those guys you can put in the lineup. And the problem is when Malone's like, I put my all defensive trust lineup in the game. Right. You know, and then the Nuggets got absolutely waxed. Yeah. Um, in those minutes, because they're starting their starting rotation for all the complaints that you know Murray does fine guarding one on one um on the perimeter. Uh, he's got more lateral movement back already than I thought that he might, so that makes me really happy to see that. Um, he doesn't quite have his burst back yet, you know, for his offensive burst, but he's got his his lateral movement for like doing some good perimeter work. Um, and MPJ, even with like the occasional like brain lapse, uh, the Nuggets starting group has been fine defensively. Yeah. Defense has not been their problem. So it's it's a matter of uh, trying to get the understanding that the Nuggets offense is vital and you can't just scrap offense for like, you know, hard working, salt to the earth, like, you know two-way contract dudes and make that work this is not high school you can't do that stuff like bring it bring your your offense to play and as long as your stagger is right you can have some of those defensive guys in there but you should probably get them in on the same kind of rotation so like christian brown should know when he's playing it shouldn't be like three minutes into the first quarter one game and like nine minutes into the third quarter the next game right like you know get your rotation down figure some stuff out um, and if you have two sets of rotations, that's fine. But like, give guys an idea, because I think part of the tentativeness that they're having is, is it my turn to do stuff now? I don't know. And I expect that that will get ironed out with more minutes. It will be fine. It will. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it will be fine. I think they're, they're going to be just fine. I'm still as high on this team as I have been. Um, oh yeah. For, uh, for the record, I do want to bring this up before we move on. Davon Reed has made uh, one shot so far this year. So Yeah, how many has he taken, though? Seven. So right. you know, Yeah, if I've taken seven shots in, like, the same number of games, what do you want from me? He's only played five games. So he got, he got two up <laughs> in at least two of those. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it was a three, by the way. He did hit Hey, there you go. <laughs> so... Yeah, but, that, it's, it's, but, that's, but that's tough, man. Like, that's literally the hardest thing in, in basketball is like, hey, bro, you're not going to play yesterday. Today, you're going to yeah. get one shot. Tomorrow, you get zero shots. Day after that, you get two shots. You better make them both. Yeah. Oh, uh, what uh, now? Being the 11th guy in the rotation is. It's a rough deal, man. You've got to just it's work. Tough, yeah, it's a tough role to play for sure. Uh, and that's certainly where Davon is right now. And Davon and, and Zeke kind of both are the, the 11th guy uh, in the rotation, yep. depending on whether they need a wing or a. Dave, well, it's, so it's really Davon Ish and Zeke, right? 
whether they yep. need a, a a ball handler, a wing, or or a big, right? Those three guys will play. And I expect I expect um, Najee to get more time as we get into the season. Maybe. Like you're going to need some I mean, rest time for DeAndre. You're going to yeah, need some rest time it, for right. Jeff. And they did that. I think they did that one game. Yeah, I. I mean, that's the thing that man, the old guys are balling. Like to be honest, like yeah. Jeff, Jeff Reed's been solid too. He's been one of your best bench players for sure. Um, he's been one of your best outside of bones. He's been your best scorer off the bench, uh, which is not good. He's been knocking <laughs> down shots, which is like not that and I don't dunking all do. over people. Well, he but he well yeah, yeah but he always does that. Why yeah. do that? <laughs> right. Like he's like these knees are still good. <laughs> it's, dude, LeBron. That was 100% business. LeBron knew, like, in that L.A. game when uh, on Sunday when, when Jeff got up there and, and threw that one down. If you watch that replay, like, LeBron was like, nope, I am I am LeBron James. I am not about to be caught on a freaking you Jeff not Green getting, poster. You're not posterizing me on Jeff, by Jeff Green. That <laughs> yeah, will not be happening. Yeah. I will opt out. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, those those bench guys have been have been really solid. So, um, I am not of the of the idea yet to make any sort of major rotation changes. I think you read this thing out. I just um, want keys, man. Like yeah. keys. Do not leave five non-creators in the game together. That's a key. Yeah. That's, if you that's see the, that on the court, call a yeah. timeout and be like, I don't know how that happened. Honestly, you guys get back on the bench. Honestly, so thus far, if Bones Highland is your only creator, that's not great either. Because no, but that's why the stat goes, is important. Yeah, because Bones otherwise just goes into full out like tunnel vision mode and he forces everything and, and we've seen that we saw that i mean the first game we saw sometimes that. it works too yeah sometimes i mean sometimes yeah. bones is going to do it bones as well but sometimes he's going to go like oh for seven as well so yes and you want someone else on the court so that if he is going over seven he right. can be like i can pass this it's right okay. I, think, I think bones will will pass to uh a jamal murray or michael porter Jr. Right. and you know even a little bit to jeff green but like dude he's not he's not kicking it over to uh to dave Reed for for a, for a three, he he will try and on occasion lob one into DeAndre, but also I, I don't think DeAndre is too interested in getting up for lobs anymore. No, no, DeAndre is like I'm good, man. Just bring that <laughs> to me on just, the ground. Yeah, just just talk, just give me a give me a pass, and I'll I'll turn around and lay it up. It'll be fine. Yep. Um, okay, let's let's bust into these games, including the one that we will have uh, tonight uh, with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So. Um, we were talking about this uh, before it happened on the show, but don't look now, but the Oklahoma City Thunder and the uh, San Antonio Spurs, the Nuggets' two opponents this week, both have a better record than your Denver Nuggets. Yep. Um, both teams are were widely, particularly with Oklahoma City, once Chet went down, um, widely expected to be shooting to try and get the top overall pick. San Antonio, of course, kind of very, did the Utah light plan when they traded DeAndre, uh, not DeAndre, um, DeJounte Murray from uh, uh, over to the <clears throat> over to the Atlanta Hawks this offseason for basically for picks. They they're essentially yeah. I mean those these are both teams who are tanking this year and yet, um, like I said, have been been doing well so far. So Gordon, do you put a ton of stock into the Oklahoma City who ride? Actually, well, Nuggets were, were are in OKC. So through the Nugget who welcomed the Nuggets into OKC, while uh, they have the Thunder that is have a four-game winning streak. How much stock do you put into this four-game winning streak from the Thunder? Uh, two games, two games against the Clippers. Stock uh, in what sense? Like as in they're going to one in Dallas the game, or like you know the, should they're... we consider them? Are we are we have we written off? OKC too early as a team that is going to be 
a top lottery team. Like, yeah, are they are they a team who maybe instead is competing for for a play in game? I, I do think that they are not going to be the abjectly terrible team that people thought, but I never thought they were going to be that bad anyway. Like, yeah. <clears throat> that's that's the thing right now, right, is that you have a lot of playoff teams that are pacing themselves. Like, Golden State's been up and down. The Clippers have been, Wah. like, you know, the Nuggets have been up and down. Uh, it, it just depends on, you know, where your focus is at, what you're trying to do. And if your goal is to get playing time and your goal is to put some stuff on film and your goal is to stop losing because losing is annoying and you've been doing it for a while, then, you know, you're going to come out the game hard. And, and that's what has happened is that OKC and, and um, San Antonio have, they get up for games. I mean, San Antonio, I expect that anyway, all the time from anybody associated with San Antonio. That's just that's just a Popovich thing that I mean the guy you know Utah's new head coach is you know off the pop tree and same deal those guys came out hard because that's just they're expected to do that and they did it um, you know by their coach I mean like um, so in that sense uh, no I I don't think that OKC is is going to be um, awful and I don't think that. I still am not sure that they are going to be like competing for a playoff squad, but this is the sort of effort that I would expect from them. I expect them to be scrappy. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, I think you're going to have to work it. And as what, I don't remember, how did Malone put like playing OKC, like diffusing a bomb all the time or whatever. What did he say about that? I don't remember this quote, but you know, he, he hates playing Oklahoma city or going to the dentist probably. Right. But he was like, it's like going to the dentist. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it sucks, man, because they're scrappy and they're going to annoy you. Um, and that's, I would expect them to play that way all year. And teams that play like that are rarely awful. Uh, Denver had a scrappy, annoying, awful team. But, you know, back in the day. So I tried to Google Malone going to the dentist. And I get a bunch of things about post Malone um, getting a <laughs> tattoo during a dentist appointment. <laughs> so... <laughs> That would not be it. That was not, not, it. not what you're looking for. But no, yeah, and I mean, I, I, I get what he's saying, though. I mean, or, or or the gist here of that, there's a lot of guys. I mean, like, look at guys like Josh Giddy. Like, this is a, this do-all, like, guy who's not going to give you ever an easy possession. Uh, Lou Dort is like a dog on defense, man. Like, he will uh, – he was going to make you work – for everything like there's there are certainly guys on that Oklahoma City roster yeah who are not going to lay down I mean and at the end of the day they get paid too right we got to always remember that like nobody here is gonna is gonna lie down for you nope um, and if it's a division the team you're like if it's better for the team to get the pick that's great for the team but y'all better be like trading some people or um like sitting some folks or because right. everybody who's on the court cares nothing at all about your draft pick because you yeah. might tomorrow so what the hell do they care about your pick they just want to play like i so, mean the thing is is when you got shay gilgis alexander and yeah. Dort and josh giddy and those are your that's your one through three and your starting lineup like if you put some competent bigs next to them that's a team that's yeah that's definitely competing for play on play and if not an outright playoff spot yep you know I mean? like, it's for them it's health man it's i mean it's they don't they're not they don't have enough um star depth to like right. lose like Josh Giddy for an extended period of time. Right. And be like, this won't affect us. Oh, it definitely will. Right. Or Shea Gilgis Alexander, another guy. Right. Who's, you know. Yeah, there's there's um, things they can't afford to lose. And I mean, every team's like that. But, right. you know, I mean, the Nuggets went yeah. to the playoffs 
without their number two and number three guys. Right. I guarantee you that without their number two and number three guys, Oklahoma City looks a lot more like the worst team in the league. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much Shea can guarantee by himself. In fact, well, I, I love think, the guy. I think. I think we know a lot about how much Shea can guarantee right. himself. Right. He's, he's already shown it. He hasn't done that. Yet. Right. So you know, he's he's not that. He's a he's an outstanding player, but yeah, not the type of guy who's going to be able to do what Jokic does, for example, and can shoulder the lot load of like major losses and 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 make it work by making other guys around him better. I mean, Shea Gilchrist Alexander definitely makes guys around him better, but he's not that type of player. So. You know, that's yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think um think OKC has a lot to like uh in terms of long term. I think they're gonna be a team that's not I think they're not far off. And if they if they God forbid if they get the first pick in the draft, um they'll be a team that is basically, you know, if you can you like said you could run those three wings out there and then next year you're talking about having win Bayana and um Chet Holmgren. That's yep. a uh, yeah. That's that's a core that's going to be very good for a long time. So you you have to uh, you have to you have to be prepared for these guys. They like I said they've won four in a row. Um, they are at home. They are. I think they're fairly well rested as well. When did they play Orlando? Who was their last game? Our bull, our boy, uh, Bull Bull out there racking up double doubles. I'm I'm happy for Bull. He always just wanted playing time, yep. and now he can get it without a coach who's like, I cannot believe you just did the thing. Right. So that you know, that's okay. the the thing The thing about Bull is not that he can't play. The thing about Bull is that his mistakes are so egregious that he can't get real minutes on a playoff team. Well, so but but I think, but I think there's I think there's also a uh, le- commitment level. I'll put it that way. There was also issue that. with Bull as well. There was also so, that. But I mean, again, you get different commitment to different situations right. and coaches and. Right. Um, uh, contract scenarios, all of those things bring right. about uh, bring about uh, a different levels of commitment as you start to realize. I mean, and growing up in this league is, you know, it happens like quick. Um, guys figure out, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. Oh, right. I'm I'm about to hit free agency, and I'm gonna have to like take a two way. No, right. I won't be doing that. So that you know, you figure out that it's a job and you should probably put the work in. Right. And you're not playing in the Pac-12 anymore. Right. Yeah. The same thing. We're like, yeah, we're, we're just being seven, five by itself is like not enough. Like being a skilled seven foot five guy, like, like bowl is or seven, three or whatever he is. Um, Like that's not enough. It's a starting point, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a great foundation, but you gotta be able to, you gotta be willing to build it. Right. You gotta be able to work on it. Yeah, and, and so if he's doing that now, I'm happy for him. Like, again, I wanted to draft him, and so drafting him was great. Um, it didn't work out here. Um, I hope it works out for him there because I would love to see him have a long, fun career. Yeah. Also, he's in the East. Like I said, send all the tall, annoying guys East, please. Also, just like that team with their ridiculous length. I, I would uh, – Orlando's <laughs> just such a weird, like, giraffe team. That I want to see Jonathan Isaac, Bol Bol, and Mo Bamba just like – wreck fools right but they're never healthy unfortunately no, 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 no. at the same time they can never do that that's a, you know, they're like made some sort of bargain that they only get to ever have two of them at one time all right well the anyway um, we're, we're not even playing orlando i don't know what we're talking about them <laughs> the Knights but, are not playing the magic but this is but the spurs again it, this they are gonna play the spurs, thing, right yeah. so another I mean, team that's doing really well yeah spurs spurs five and three i i have to i have to correct myself 
Uh, the Thunder do not have a better record than you uh, than Denver. They have the same record because the Thunder lost their first three games and then have now won four in a row. So both teams are four and three. San Antonio, five and three, though. Um, and like I said, playing well, playing well without uh, without DeJounte Murray. Gordon, can you name a five San Antonio Spurs players? Can they five players or five starters? Well, that, I, let's just go with players. Like, I'm going up with, I'm like, with, I got one. I'm like, okay, well, I know Yaka Pertle's still out there, right? So that's. Right. I know Yaka Pertle's there. I know Trey Jones is there. I'm like, um, yeah. who else I got? Sochan's there, boy, right? So Sochan's there. Um, Dougie McBuckets, I think. Is, is Dougie McBuckets out there now? I thought so. Robin, he is. Dropping hey, I got that one. Yeah. Oh man. Oh geez. There's there's a lot of names on here, but yeah. Yeah, well, I guess they have they they have a collection of guys who are like didn't quite make it. All right. Yet. Here's here's how you know. Uh, this 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 should register for Nuggets fan. This is how you know that they're in full out tank, even though they've got a five and three record right now. Uh, starting at small forward for the Spurs is Kata Bates Diop. So. Yep. Yeah, that's that's where they're at. Um, Zach Collins on that team. Yeah, you know, I think Jang. Wasn't Georgie yeah. on that team? Yeah, yep, Georgie Jang's on there. Um, Josh Richardson still. Josh still Holy hanging crap. around somewhere. Yeah, yep, Josh is like, what man? I'm just here for the paycheck. Good for him. Cameron Bassey. So they got. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got some names, I guess. It's, it's well, and again, it's not that they're untalented. This is the whole thing we keep. They're pretty about untalented. Let's be honest. Well, <laughs> if they were terribly untalented, they they're not as talented three. as OKC, right? Let's let's be right, like correct. OKC's got like some like like OKC has one like legit star player, and then has some like nice coaching. Young coaching piece. talent matters too, man. Well, yes, and San Antonio too. is like Greg Popovich is squeezing at every last like. Yes, he will, he will get blood stuff. out of that stone for sure <laughs> yeah. like i said man it's it's just the way that he coaches it's just the way that they play he doesn't really care if he has a bunch of stars it's fine if he has no stars that's fine if he has like a collection of journeymen that's fine like <laughs> pop is always gonna coach he's just that kind of dude and um so these are the sorts of games like these two games here against two squads that denver is more talented than yep uh, more experienced than yep but are they more do they care motivated. more yeah are they more, are motivated? They more motivated and the game that i'll be watching will be the san antonio one because like i said we, we as we've talked about they've, they've had several days off they've right. been able they probably got in two practices like they're focused for this okc game so then if you come out and you stop okc okay now you got to come back and you got the spurs right after that here on they play them on Saturday. Uh, yep, Saturday. Um, and then you and you actually will obviously we'll talk about this next week, but it's actually uh home and home with San Antonio. So we are going to you go to San Antonio on Saturday, and San Antonio will come to Denver next Monday. Um, so yeah, are you are you going to look past that second game of your two game road trip? Here? Well, that's the step back, right? We talked about the right. step forward against probably coming against OKC. Yep. And then can you maintain momentum? Yep. Yeah. And not only that, and then can you follow it up and win the game at home again against the same team two nights later? Like I, yeah, that's, and that's really where they're at. And that's been, that's been a case of the Nuggets for a long time, right? Is this playing down to your competition? This oh, it's been that, that's been there in their DNA for years. 
And I mean, it's it's just what it's, you it's think. a story with this with this group with the Malone Jokic group. Yep. Like that's that's a big, big story about who they are. Um, in a negative sense, is that yeah they they will play they play to the competition. So they they, they don't want any shorthandedness ever slow them down. So they right. if, if they are right. they'll win a game with seven with seven guys. Yeah, yeah, they focus like you would not believe if they are injured and beat up and missing some dudes and whatever. They've got this. But if they're at full strength and they think that you're not up to their level, they just sleepwalk it. And that's, right. that has been in their DNA for half a decade now. So I don't, I, I don't think that's going away. You just have to moderate it. I mean, how long, how many games, you know, a couple of years ago, every it felt like every single game, they would sleepwalk through like two and a half, three quarters, and then just play like one, one and a half quarters of good basketball to win the game. Right. You know, and this usually is how they start seasons. They don't usually continue that way. This no. is just usually uh, a November, December sort of thing. Um, middle of December, right around Yogic Day, December 15th, they go ahead and clean it up. And right. then they, they, can, they play really good basketball from there out. So it's just a matter of getting through these doldrums of the beginning of the season, the uncertainties, and locking down wins. Right. So, I mean, these are two wins they should lock down this week. And if they go one and one, it will be like last week, a poor week. Yep. Last week should have been a three and one week at minimum. Yep. It was two and two. So you messed up. Yep. It should be a two and a week. You're better than both of these teams. And I had it wrong too. It is like, it's actually uh, the home game is on Saturday for Denver. And then they'll go to San Antonio on Monday. And not only that, San Antonio plays the night before um, against the Clippers. It's in San Antonio. So they don't get that extra hour yep um but they still it's still you're playing a team a bad team on the second night of a back-to-back in your house like you you're it's only the second game that you've played all week you should definitely win that game like there's there really should be no excuse to lose either one of these two um well i normally normally the thing is though you usually split right yeah so i know we i know we're talking about this week's games but normally if you're playing a home and home Usually you split those games. That's right. just how it goes because you've seen each other. They took your punch. Now they counter punch. And now right. you lose the second game. The Nuggets should theoretically clear all three games, right. but I would expect of this three, per, th- this three person stretch, this three game stretch for it to go two and one. Oof. They started on a, yeah, that, I forgot that starts. That, that second San Antonio game starts a pretty rough. Oh, it's a rough schedule after that, man. You yeah, because like, yeah, November is November is rough. That's right. November's all like road hell. That's yeah, they won't be back. How it is. They won't be back until Wednesday the sixteenth. They do the whole East day. Coast. They have it's a they have a back to back with the Mavs, don't they? Coming up too. Yep. Uh, it's not back to back. It's a Friday Sunday. But yes. Okay. Both both in Dallas. So so that'll be oh, a little that's bit interesting. Right. You know, at least hey, at least it's two two games in Dallas, not two games in LA. Like, I think right? I'll go catch a rodeo or something. But there'll be strip clubs, man. Strip clubs in Dallas. <laughs> there's, there's, there's lots of strip clubs in Dallas. Um, I uh, I've been told. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell your wife you said that. <laughs> but um, no, yeah. When you look at that, I mean, just uh, I guess here we wrap up the show along with that. Um, in November, uh, basically until the end of the month, when the, then they do the weird. They've got two home games against Houston. Um, that's a weird. That's a weird that they do that twice in the month. They play a team. That's what I mean. Like, man. It's, it's, a, it's a weird teams. schedule. 
Yeah, they play, they play. They play each Texas team two games in a row. Well, and the the Spurs, like the Spurs, are weird. And if we were going to do two home games, I would have thought it would be the Spurs because they always do their do this due to their circus trip every year. Does that still happen? Yeah, it's a rodeo thing, but yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, so you know, whenever the Spurs have a weird scheduling thing, I always assume it's because of that stupid, you know, two week rodeo, right? Where they have to be on the road for like nine games or ten games or whatever, right? Yeah, um, no, it's um, it's it's for, it's on the Nuggets side though, right? Because like I said, they yeah, go, they go. You're, you're right. They basically San Antonio starts an east eastern road trip that will um go out to Boston and Chicago. Then they fly all the way back from Chicago to New back to Denver to play a game, right? Um, against the Knicks, and they immediately leave the next day to go to Dallas. Then they come back from Dallas to play a game against the Pistons, and then they immediately leave and go play two more road games. So like the whole month, like. It's essentially the whole month is a is is a road trip because even those two games that you got at home, um, even the three games that you got at home because you got the game against uh, San Antonio here on on Saturday that's home, but they're all sandwiched in between road games. Like there's never two home games um, in a row until they play those two games against Houston at the very end of the month. So yeah, it's going to be a this is going to be a tough stretch for for Denver. So yeah, you're right. You need to you need to be cashing in the wins against the Oklahoma Cities and the San Antonios and the the Detroit's of the world because you got a lot of you got a lot of at Dallas and at LA and at Boston in, in front of us. So be interesting to see how they approach this week. I, I, I hopefully just with focus. All I want from them this week is focus. If they lose because like somebody scores twenty points in a half. Yeah, because like because like Shea goes off or something like that, and like you know whatever. Yeah, like sometimes guys just get ridiculously hot. What are you going to do about it? Right. I mean, Lonnie Lonnie Walker was again lighting up the Pelicans tonight. The Nugget or the the Lakers were up like twelve at halftime over the Pelicans, I think, because yeah. Lonnie Walker just wouldn't shut up. And it, I mean, these things happen in the league. Guys get hot. Sometimes right. you just get on the end of a oh, it's that kind of game. But right. I don't want it to be because of we didn't care about the game. If you come out and you swing and you lose, that's fine, but you better swing. Don't right. just take punches for no reason. Like that's dumb. Right. Right. If I have to see Josh Giddy's stupid face, I'll smile. <laughs> the and I really like Josh Giddy's play, but there's something about that guy. I, I do. I do like Josh Giddy, but yes, he, he has a very punchable face. That's he just does. not his fault. It's not his fault. Um, it's like J.J. Reddick had the punchable face. It's not his J.J.'s fault either. Yeah, but I, don't like, I was like, I don't like J.J. Reddick, actually. I mean, yeah, he, I, man, I got to be honest. Like, I don't like him on the broadcast. I really don't. I think he's annoying. Well, well, I, like I said, man, all those guys on the broadcast, I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean, there are some. Like, I'm trying to think of who's like a guy I, like, I don't mind. A Anybody player. who's a hot taker, I'm like, man, go away. Or anybody who's uh, in my day. You know, yeah, I don't well. need that either, especially when your day was like five years ago. Right. <laughs> like, Shut up, dude. Well, it's like Kendrick Perkins telling me about his day, and I'm like, Kendrick. <laughs> right. In your day, like, yeah, in my day, we had to, like, uh, you know, we, we had bigs and played down low. Yeah, we know Kendrick, because if, if you didn't have that, like, your ass would have never been in the league, because that's <laughs> just being a body down low is about the only thing you were good for. Oh. Seriously. I'm like, look, man, be happy you played when you played. A lot of these guys, I feel that way. Be happy you played when you played. You wouldn't have a career right. now. Right. Like, why are you talking to me? You're like, back in my day, I'm like, yeah, you couldn't survive this day, so why don't you just not worry about it? Right, exactly. Now, that's not the case with Reddick. Reddick could be fine this game, you know, because, again, his day was this day. 
No, yeah, Reddick would be way better off. I just, I don't know. It's just something about JJ. Maybe it's the Duke thing. It's, it's the Duke thing, man. You can't, it's the, when Duke's in your blood, it's just in your blood. Yes, yeah. Sorry to our Duke listeners. I know there's like two of you out there probably, That's but it. y'all have to understand that it is in your blood and it is annoying. It's, it's fine. Hey, you got an old diary because the rest of us sure so aren't. Right. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and we will wrap the show on that note on a good, uh, I always like wrapping up a show on a Kyrie jab. <laughs> Not jab step. Nope. The jab. This is jab and Kyrie. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter. I am at Zach Mikosh. Gordon is at G Money Nugs. Uh, please do follow, subscribe, like, comment on the show you should be able to find that in whatever wherever you find your podcasts um if you're having trouble finding it because there are a few podcasts uh with the name pickaxe and then in fact there's a whole network of podcasts that's called the pickaxe network now i'm like hey rights but uh anyways um you guys can also search by my name zach mikosh and you will find it that way as well so um i assume you've been able to find it though if you're listening he yeah, if you it. found us already, you're good. Like, we, you're already in the club. I don't know where I'm going with this ex- exit. I'm just stalling for time. All right. Um, <laughs> with that, uh, oh, I guess we will talk to you all next week. Listen.